Mr. Petrov, though he insisted I call him Ivan, was not a man I would ordinarily want to spend time with. He held a high position in the company I worked for, my boss's boss's boss. It was only a chance encounter in the office one day that led to him taking a liking to me. I'm not sure what about me he liked so much. I think most likely he missed the days of his youth and saw me as an opportunity to live vicariously through someone. He was a prideful man, a textbook example for every stereotype you could hear about wealthy men from the older generation. I did not want to spend time with him, but I knew it was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. He could quickly raise my status at work, and if I rejected him, he could probably have me fired. Besides, he had invited me to Kitraya Lisa, one of the most exclusive clubs in all of Moscow. When we reached the line of eager people waiting to enter, Mr. Petrov motioned me to follow him to the front. The bouncer said, Ah, Mr. Petrov, good to see you tonight. And without any further discussion, he led Mr. Petrov and me into the club ahead of all those waiting. I had to admit to myself that this was exciting. The inside of the club was incredibly clean and organized. There were low, yellow lights that created a calming atmosphere. I was accustomed to blinding strobe lights and music that made my ears bleed. There was a dance floor here, but they were playing classical music and people were waltzing or swing dancing instead of grinding on each other. It all seemed wholesome until I realized every couple consisted of an older man and one of the young girls who worked at the club. Mr. Petrov smiled at me. Nice, isn't it? Why don't we get a drink and then I'll show you the back room. Back room? I asked. You'll see, he said. He brought me to a booth that was sectioned off. On a plush cushion was a card that read, Mr. Ivan Petrov. He lifted the velvet rope and we sat down. Almost immediately, a girl approached us with a bottle of Glenfiddich whiskey. That one bottle cost more than I made in a year. Mr. Petrov relished my look of astonishment. I know it's not the typical Russian drink, but I've always preferred whiskey to vodka, he said. The girl poured two glasses. Mr. Petrov noticed my hesitation and said, Please, Mikhail, drink with me. I nodded and lifted the glass to my mouth. It was the smoothest thing I had ever drank. It's good, yeah? Mr. Petrov asked with a wrinkled smile. It's incredible, I said, and I was beginning to warm up to him, and he smacked the girl who had served us on the behind and licked his lips. He was a pig, but he was going to take someone under his wing, so it might as well have been me. You know, Mikhail, I like you. You remind me of myself when I was young. I smiled, trying to hide the pain I felt at such an accusation. How so? I asked. Mr. Petrov took a slow sip of his whiskey. He set the glass down and leaned close to me. His leathery skin appeared younger and smooth in the soft light of the club. You have the hunger, he said. The hunger? Yes, son. I see it in your eyes that hunger for something more, never quite being satisfied. You'd do anything to get what you want. I became uncomfortable. Well, I began, I don't think that's true. Mr. Petrov leaned back and spread his arms across the booth. You just haven't wanted anything badly enough yet, but when you do, believe me, you'll do anything to satisfy that urge. Just like me when I was young. He rolled up his sleeves and I noticed a web of scars sprawling up his arm. He saw me noticing and I quickly looked away. That was from my darling Alina. What do you mean? I asked. Are you saying someone did that to you? He smiled wider, obviously enjoying my confusion. Let me show you how I satisfied the hunger, he said. 
Let me show you how I make this dull life interesting. A hint of fear pricked the base of my neck. He wasn't just a piggish man who looked down on others. There was something truly strange about him. Part of me wanted to leave. Whatever he was trying to suck me into wasn't worth it, even if I lost my job for upsetting him. But a stronger part of me was curious. I didn't want to admit it, but he was right. I often felt unbearably bored in life, and a desire was growing in me to find something that could entertain me. It was the same desire that led me to share a drink with a man I had always despised. My curiosity won, and I followed him to the back of the club. If I had been impressed by the private booth, it was nothing compared to the door we arrived at. His name was inscribed on a golden placard hanging from the door. The entire private room belonged to him. He opened the door, and I stepped into a room that radiated wealth. The light was soft and dim, more so than the rest of the club. There were art pieces and statues lining the walls. There were four different alcoves with silk drapes covering the entrances, and behind them were luxurious beds. All of this finery paled in comparison to the gorgeous, naked women throughout the room. Upon our arrival, they immediately got up to embrace Mr. Petrov and kiss him. He laughed. Girls, girls, I want you to meet my friend, Mikhail. He'll be joining us for the evening. Make him feel at home. At his command, they moved over to me and began rubbing their hands across my body. One of them loosened my tie and removed it. I couldn't help but smile widely. I knew it was disgusting. The fact that he had these young women back here. The fact that they would listen to anything he said. But still, I was happy to be there. I was excited. We moved deeper into the room and sat on a couch. One of the girls poured champagne for us. The more I drank, the more comfortable I became. And the less I felt disgusted with Mr. Petrov or Ivan, as he asked me to call him. I was kissing one of the girls. Another was rubbing my thigh when someone stepped out from one of the bedded alcoves. She was radiant, more beautiful than any of the women in the room. And there was something different about her, the way she carried herself. It seemed as if she felt she owned the room as much as Ivan did. Alina, Ivan shouted with joy. He stood up and kissed her. My beautiful flower, did you sleep well? I want you to meet someone. He grabbed her hand and brought her to me, then placed her hand in mine. Who is this? She asked, her voice like silk. I'm, I coughed, I'm Mikhail. He's like us, Ivan said. He can't be satisfied. Why don't you show him how we stay entertained? Alina bit her lip. Her obsidian hair rested just above her bare chest. Leading me by the hand, she pulled me into the alcove and pulled the curtain shut. Take off your clothes, she said. My heart was racing. I had slept with beautiful women before, but no one quite like her. I removed my clothes quickly, albeit awkwardly, and she pushed me back onto the bed. As she kissed me, she ran her hands along my body. I did the same to her. I thought we would become more intimate, but she stopped and whispered, now I'll satisfy your hunger. She opened a drawer next to the bed and pulled out a blade that gleamed in the soft light. I immediately backed away. What the hell are you doing? She shushed me and gently stroked my leg. Relax, we won't do anything you don't want to. We can start with just one small cut. Trust me, it will be like nothing you felt before. I was transfixed by her. Again, I should have left but some part of me wanted her so badly that I would do anything for her. I sat still while she placed the blade on my upper arm. With one quick motion, she cut my flesh. 
I winced. She immediately began to kiss the wound. She had hurt me, but now she was comforting me. The pain subsided and I felt endorphins flood my body. It was incredible. She moved the knife to my other arm and cut twice, making an X shape. Blood trickled down my arm and onto the bed below us. Alina kissed me deeply as she pulled the blade across my chest. The wounds were superficial, not deep enough to hit an artery, but still they stung. Each cut, Alina would kiss passionately, staining her lips red. I was losing myself. The feeling was so unique and intense that I couldn't tell if it was pleasurable or painful. A new world opened before me, a world where pain was love, a world where I would never be bored or lonely again. Time slipped away from me. I was caught up in every sensation Alina brought to me. Nothing else mattered. Then I slipped into darkness. When I awoke, Alina was lying next to me. I jumped up, frightened. She was covered in blood and so was the bed. I looked down. I was covered in blood. Whatever spell had been placed on me was gone now. My skin ached and burned. What had I done? What had I let her do to me? I pushed past the curtain into the main room. Ivan was asleep on the couch with some of the other girls. He was naked. For the first time, I saw the extent of his depravity. The scars I saw in his arm wove and crisscrossed their way over his entire body. It was almost artistic. Tiny patterns covered his chest and belly and thighs and legs. I felt sick. I turned to look for my clothes when I caught a glimpse of myself in a mirror. Approaching it slowly, I stared in horror. There was so much dried blood on me, it almost looked like I was wearing a red jumpsuit. When I looked closer, I saw the raised bits of flesh where Alina had cut me. It was the same pattern that was on Ivan. The cuts ran up my arms and across my chest. There were a few on my legs. The cuts were not nearly as numerous as Ivan's, but it was a start. This man I had hated, this man I wanted to be nothing like. I was starting to look like him. Even my eyes had the same ravenous hunger as his. A sudden realization plunged me into an emotion halfway between relief and dread. I realized that I felt happy. I wanted this. I knew that I would come back despite my horror. I would come back to Alina again and again until I had more cuts on my body than even Ivan. I realized that despite what I wanted to believe about myself, this disgusting, depraved old man and I were one and the same. I walked back into the alcove and lay down next to Alina, putting my arm around her. I felt the stickiness of my own blood on her skin. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to hit that follow button to get notified every time a new episode is released. Also, please take a second to leave a rating for the podcast. This is so important to help the podcast grow. Thank you.